He's got a very full plate. He's involved in the strikers, Big Bash, South Australian cricket. You name it, he does it, and rightly so, because he was a ripping player, and he's an even better bloke. Ryan Harris, hello, mate. Hello, Sammy. Thanks for that, mate. I appreciate the intro. Um, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks, but um, the good news is that we're in the final four for the strikers, so that's uh, made our uh, mark. Now, Paul has just been ringing to sing the praises of Matt Short, uh, and you're getting to see what he's doing firsthand uh, at the minute, it's nothing short of extraordinary. I read out the numbers. Stoinis in 17 games, 705 runs. It, it, that was an incredible season. Uh, he averaged 54. Matt Short in just nine games has amassed 509 runs at an average of 72.71. He's inside the top 10. And he's when you look at all the players ahead, they were playing in the longer BBL format. He's back to the 10-game format. He's got a game to go and he's made 509 runs. Phenomenal. Well, I hope he's got three games to go, to be honest. Well, like, at regular season, but yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we're, we're done with the regular season now. So, But, but what, what he's done this year, um, obviously it's my, my first year on the inner sanctum with the strikers, but, you know, even even last year, watching um, watching him from afar, his, his cricket has just gone on another level. I mean, he, the, the way... What did he start? The way he hits the ball, the, the crispness, crisp, hits the ball so crisp, it, it, it flies off the bat, it's... It's just amazing timing, and he and he hasn't. And I don't want to put the mockers on him because he's, he's in such a good place. But he's, you know, he hasn't missed at all this year. The, the shots that he plays, he'd be so hard to bowl to. I mean, he hits good balls for six. Um, it's just amazing, you know, how he's how he's you know coming to this tournament in such great form. Obviously, he had a good one last year as well, and even the year before that. So this year, he's he's taken on the captaincy as well, which I think's uh, been new to him. It's been a bit of a challenge, but. He, he's grown into that role, and I think obviously with that, it comes a little bit more responsibility. And he seems to be taking it in his stride. So, um, yeah, been been unbelievable for us. And let's hope again, as I said, we've got um, got a final coming up. We're not sure we're playing it coming up in a couple of days at the end of the week, and then hopefully you can keep that thing going. Uh, you're right. You are already into the finals, and your regular season is done and dusted. Apologies yeah. for that little uh, right. slip up from me, <laughs> okay. but that's all right. I've been butchering the whole English language uh, across the afternoon. So what's one more? Um, the, just another one on Matt Short. So you, you can't point the finger at him and say, well, he's only a short-form player. I mean, this is a guy that has gone away and worked just as hard on his longer-form cricket and is now making Sheffield Shield tons to go along with the bulk runs he's making in the shorter form of the game. Do you look at him and see that he has every tool on the belt to be a three-format player? We're looking for Dave Warner's replacement. I mean, do we already have him there ready, waiting in the wings, should the opportunity present? I mean, can you see him being a three-format player? Absolutely, hundred percent. There's no doubt that he can play that 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 longer format as well. I mean, as you say, he's. Um, I, I definitely know he's made 100 this year in Victoria. I'm not sure if he's made many more, but he, he's had some good cricket this year in the Red Bull format as well. Mm. And, and to be honest, I got asked that question this morning about was could, could he be? You know, why wasn't he in the conversation about the new opening spot? And I actually hadn't thought about that to be honest. I mean, he hasn't played a heap of Red Bull cricket, um, but as with the trend, <coughs> excuse me, the trend this day and age. You don't necessarily need to play white uh, red ball cricket to be picked. Um, you know, the, the, there seems to be, you know, Glenn Maxwell was one who probably hadn't played a lot of cricket, and there was talk about him even playing potentially this, this series or, or this mm. summer again in, in such good form. So um, there's no doubt that he could play the longer form format of cricket and be successful. And I think the, the, the thing I see with it is he's got a really good technique. Um, you know, he might have to fine tune a little bit for red ball cricket, but he, he's, he, his technique's really, really good. and 
Um, there's no reason why he couldn't do that, whether he opens or not, I'm not sure. But that, that could be an answer down the track, definitely. And, um, you know, I guess that the thing is, you know, well, obviously he's been picked to play for Australia in the one-day series now, so he's not going to get much Red Bull cricket. He might get the back end if Victoria keep winning. But, um, you know, when he when he does play Red Bull cricket, he needs to go out and, and keep learning that, that that format of the game. But there's no doubt he can, he can play all formats. Speaking to Ryan Harris on Afternoons on SEN, so we look ahead... Ryan, to the the next test series. And I started the show by saying that in sport, two things can be true at once. So Australian selectors make the decision, it's a courageous decision, it's a brave decision from them and Steve Smith to put him at the top of the order, to open the batting as as the next up to be replacing Dave Warner, one of our greatest ever openers. That is all true. And to bring Cam Green back, to get youth back in the side of what's an ageing team. And Cam Green, they think, is, is the unicorn. He's going to be our uh, Cigarfield Sobers, our Jax Callis, uh, whoever, Keith Miller reincarnate. That can all be true, but it can also be true at the same time that it is a slap in the face to the state openers and none more so than Cam Bancroft, whose numbers far and away um, outdo any of the other contenders from a Sheffield Shield point of view. Marcus Harris was playing county cricket, we know, and has been around the squad, played a few less games, whatever that may be. Two things can be true at once, can't they? It can be both of those things at the same time. How did you see the decision and where does it sit with you? Yeah, I, I've, again, I've been answering this question all morning with different um, you know, conversations about this as well. And I'd probably contradict myself on what I'm going to say again, but I agree with you. I think, for me, it was Cameron Bancroft um, or, or Matt Renshaw, to be honest, um, probably the two that I would have gone to. Mm. Uh, Matt uh, Bancroft, no doubt it. Thinking, you know, when he was when he dropped last time, what, what do I need to do and you know, what do I have to get back into this team? Go away and average score lots of runs and averaging 45 or 50. Um, I have to admit, there wouldn't be too many first-class figures that do that just this day and age consistently. And so for him to go and do that and and still sort of get not getting that squad. Yeah, definitely disappointing. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, but on the flip side of that, uh, and I probably and I think I, I think he should have been picked. Well, I think it's a it's a position that needs to be a specialist position. On the flip side of that, I also realise that I think it's important that Cameron Green does play in that team as well. So mm. um, to get him playing more and more cricket at that level, he's obviously had his first situation where he got he missed out on the team or got dropped and this is the word it's a bad word we don't normally talk about being dropped but you know he's been dropped and, and so the, the selectors and this is the thing right? when you're in around the team it's, it's a different thing we're, we're talking from outside the team the, 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 the selectors and <clears throat> Eddie Cummins are obviously really keen to get Cameron Green back into that team um, and, and the best way forward was to, to see the move that they've done uh, and put Steve Smith up now again it's it's something that for me Again, I think it's a specialist position, but Steve Smith is a different person. You know, he, he's, you know, he's just a freak of a cricketer, and I think him going up to this position, yeah, it's a short-term fix, probably not ideal. But they've obviously got Matt Renshaw in there as well to maybe take over from that, in that from that, from him, who knows when. But I think, you know, if anyone's going to do it or anyone can do it, I think it's him. I think Marnus needs to stay at number three, and obviously Travis said needs to stay at number five. Uh, Mitch Masters was talked about as well. He's doing so well at six. So there's no reason to, to, to mark up the rest of that order. Um, and, and I think, again, going away, if they're not picking a specialist opener, then, then this is probably the best-case scenario that they've gone with. And, and again, Steve Smith will take any strength. Obviously, after batting in one day, he's going to be I know it's a bit different. But, uh, and he's that sort of guy that, um, you know, any new challenge, even so late in his career, uh, there's no doubt he's the one that can, that can get over that challenge and, and be successful. So... 
Um, long-winded answer, I guess, but um, disappointing, definitely for Bancroft, as you say, for you know for state cricketers that potentially do earn, uh, earn probably earn the right to kick. But um, again, we um, with with Cameron Green sitting there. I think I read a comment this morning. It might have been from Jason Basti, actually. You know, it, it just shows maybe that the selectors, what they have, they've gone with the best six batters in the country, if I still one of his quotes. So I think that's actually a really good quote because obviously Cameron Green's in that top six. So, um, you know, so bringing him in once, you yeah. know, and spending some time thinking about what, what that looks like, I think is a really good decision. So, as I said, I sit on the fence most times. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think... You know, really, really disappointed for Cameron Bancroft because he has worked hard. But again, I, I think if we're talking about that top best, top six, and we've, we've definitely got that now. It's the all Australian method. It's you don't. It's not always picking the best players in their best position. It is picking the best players and then finding the position for them. That's why there's forward lines in the all Australian team stacked with midfielders. That it, yeah. And that's not a criticism. That just seems. And it's you know, stats can mean something, but they don't mean everything. Clearly. Um, for these selectors. Hey, let's have a look. We can't wait to hear you as part of SEN's team uh, for the next couple of tests. Australia in the West Indies, the Adelaide Test. Australia won nine out of their last ten at the Adelaide Oval. It's back to a day test, so Mitchell Stark may not have (laughs) carte blanche just to, you know, be untouchable uh, as he has been in the night test, especially in Adelaide. But what can we expect from the West Indies and what are you expecting from this two-match series? Oh, look, they they probably haven't got... Yeah. You know, eight, eight or nine debutants is 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 a surprising part of this squad, and mm. um, you know, it's probably a baptism of fire bringing bringing that many debutants out to Australia against well, what is the best team in the world at the moment has been for a while. So it's going to be no doubt it's going to be a very big challenge for the West Indies. But um, we've actually had Carl Hooper a part of the strikers coaching staff, and we've travelled with him over the last couple of weeks. And this year he's an absolute legend, and. I've tried to pick his brains a little bit about it, and you know, at first he was he was a bit shocked, I think, when he when he saw the squad, and um, but obviously understanding over time over the last couple of weeks, over understanding why there's certain players aren't here, and you know, T20 leagues and World Cups, and which is disappointing in itself. But you know, he he knew most of the players. He's done a bit more research on them, and I can say that he's probably not as worried as he first was. I think the players that are coming out, although they haven't had any international experience, they are they're pretty good players. So. Um, it's just whether or not they can, you know, their first hit out for most of them. You know, it's going to be against the world-class attack, which is going to be a big challenge for them. So, look, obviously, I think we'll win. I hope it's not a, you know, you know, three-day test or four-day test. But, um, you know, by the sounds of it, their preparation in the West Indies has been excellent. They, they, you know, they've adapted pretty well to the conditions. Um, so let's hope that they they can put up a good fight. We've just flown home from Canberra. I ran into Ian Bishop on the plane, and he he went through a couple of names that's really to look out for. And um, you know, a couple of young batters, but there's a couple of young quicks as well that, that are going to be, he's really excited about. So to hear an ex, uh, and another ex-Westinian cricketer, a legend, you know, talk positive about the team, I think it's really, really good. And so I think there's a little bit of excitement there. So let's hope that they, they show that and, and showcase what they got and a little bit of flair, which is the West Indian way. And, and they put up a good side, you know, against the strongest race. So... Ryan Harris, can't wait to hear as part of SEN's team uh, for the next two tests. It all starts Wednesday. We look forward to tuning in and hearing you then. Go well. Can't wait for that, mate. Cheers. Talk soon. Ryan Harris uh, doing an incredible job, whether it be in the commentary box or as part of the coaching panel of Strikers and South Australian 
cricket. Um, what a career. 27 test matches. He still took 113 wickets and an average of 23. Um, he was a star on the field and a star off it. Um, visit Werribee Kia. You'll find an incredible EV9. It's now available to test drive. Chat to the team and book your test drive. More afternoons after this.